in my kitchen with me Georgia Simmons the founder of Greedy Vegan. This is a podcast where we talk all things food, plant-based food, non-plant-based food and everything in between. This podcast means so much to me and Greedy Vegan. So if you enjoyed this episode please please like, share and subscribe. I hope you're hungry as there is a lot cooking in this conversation. In this episode, I am joined by Ella, the co-founder of a new challenger brand called Griddle. Griddle is a plant-based pancake and waffle brand with the aim to redesign the bakery aisle of supermarkets. However, this is where the twist is. You won't be finding these products in that aisle. Instead, you'll find these in the frozen section. This episode discusses many topics from artificial additives to the freshness of frozen. I hope this episode will introduce you to a new brand that you may now go on to trying. Let's go and meet Ella. I'm sat here with Ella from Griddle and I am very, very excited because this is a brand that I hadn't heard of before doing a bit of research and I can't wait to hear all about things pancakes and waffle related. So to start things off, I have got some quick fire questions that I'm going to ask you. I ask everyone these questions. It's a good chance for people to get to know you. So pizza or pasta? Oh, that's a horrible one. Pasta. Good choice. Sweet or savory? Sweet. Yeah. (laughs) Juicy burger or overloaded salad? overloaded salad I know that's so boring no but, but I am get, saying there's a lot that goes on to an overloaded salad you can make such delicious salads you can put so much in them you could if you wanted cut up a juicy burger and put it in the salad so 100% you've got, you've got yeah I agree <laughs> rice or noodles mm, rice I suppose mm. cook in or eat out probably eat out I actually love cooking mm-hmm. but I also love I think London has so many amazing restaurants always new ones popping up I True. just think it's so nice to go and yeah get experience it's a nice them. occasion and what is your favorite delivery um oh I this is a really boring one and it's back to the overloaded overloaded salad but do you know Attis yes I do they are London's best salads they yes. are so delicious yeah like when I say salad, it sounds like it's like quite meager and not much in it. But they honestly, you can get it jam packed with whatever you want. They have yes. all roasted veg. They have loads of amazing sauces. Love it's that. It's so good. Loads I'm of the vegan same. Options. When it comes to um, delivery, I think those things that take quite a lot of time are the things that I want to order. So like a big salad will take a lot of time to prepare with all the little bits on top. That's it. All the components of it. And yeah. I feel like something like, I don't know, pasta, or I could easily make that at home. 100%. So yeah. yeah. No, I'm with you on that one. Okay. So my first question is why pancakes and waffles? Like what happened for you to go into making griddle? Like what, tell me about that first little step. Yeah. Okay, so Griddle is half me and half my co-founder, Sophie. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to live with Sophie. So after uni, graduated, moved to London and was looking for somewhere to live yeah. and ended up through Spare Room, uh, the website, in literally the spare room, that the house that Sophie was living in. That is amazing. Um, we kind of, I suppose, yeah, hit it off as friends. Like we'd hang out a lot. 
um, at the time she was working in the city and I was actually working for Pippa Nut. Um, Amazing, great yeah. brand. Amazing brand. Um, I was one of the early employees there. Mm. Um, and yeah, both being foodies, myself and Sophie kind of, we'd always cook at the weekends, we like to go out, but one of the kind of, I suppose, popular things at the time was making like a protein pancake or your take on a pancake. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we'd use kind of all different grains, whole grains, oat flours, protein powders, and yeah, make a delicious stack, say, at the weekends. Um, and then that kind of led us to look in the supermarkets back at the kind of bakery aisles. And we were just wondering, why is there no kind of healthy alternative to the kind of standard Scotch pancakes mm. or, I don't know, Warburton's pancakes, waffles, McVitie's, all of that? Yeah. Um, and kind of the more we looked into it, the more we realised there really was nothing in the market. Yeah. And I think that sort of paired with like, a real want to kind of change this and and start our own business led to the formation of Griddle. That is amazing because it's so true. I mean, yes, you can make your own pancakes, but there isn't anything out there in the supermarket where you can just pick up a nice, healthy pancake for the weekend. Like there's no, well, there is now, but there was nothing out there. The convenience. And I think this was also like very much at the time where, like I said, I was working for Pippa Nut and kind of, had seen how Pip and Nut were revolutionising nut, nut butter. So mm. previously there was only, you know, Sun Pat or supermarket own brand, which were full of palm oil, f- full of like free sugars, mm. all of that. And then you had kind of proper corn doing the same in popcorn. So previously there was just butter kissed and all of kind of microwavable rubbish. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you just saw these kind of challenger brands yeah. trying to change something in a category, trying to make it healthier, you know, put a really cool consumer brand in it and yeah make it I mean it's slightly more premium not always but maybe that as well yeah but then we just looked at bakery and it was the same old Kingsmill Warburton's supermarket own brand there was no one really challenging this and trying to change it 100% I I just think it's really incredible so touching on what you just said then about some of the ingredients that um you know Pippa Nut tried to do with like eliminating the bad ingredients I'm pretty sure you guys from looking at your website have done exactly the same thing with creating a healthier um pancake and waffle good for you and the environment like talk about that like what have you added to your products which have or not added to your Mm. products that have made them better for you and the environment yeah it's definitely been a case of adding and taking away Mm -hmm. so I suppose the number one thing that we started with was the amount of sugar in these products typically so say like McVitie's waffles per 100 grams they've got about 28 grams of sugar that is two grams off an adult's GDA of sugar intake and it's more than a child like it's absolutely nuts that that Mm. I think is even like responsibly being sold 100% and then you're putting toppings on top of that and then you're putting toppings with maple syrup on or whatever it yeah is. so yeah, god so for us it was about firstly dramatically reducing the amount of sugar mm-hmm. we still use it's a cane sugar raw cane sugar however we just use much less we didn't yeah. want to replace it with a kind of an artificial sweetener or something like no. that um so I mean and I, I bought you some waffles to try and hopefully when mm. you try them you'll see that actually they do taste sweet enough. I think people kind of just forget that actually things taste nice when they're not jam-packed full of sugar. 100%, yeah. And then like we just touched on as well, people, we're putting the choice back in the consumer's hands. If they mm. want to add Nutella, if they want to add maple syrup, by all means do it. You know, there's a time and a place for that. Yeah. But then if you also want to have, you know, maybe them for breakfast with some peanut butter and Greek yogurt, 
then that's yeah. also that's available as an option yeah no definitely definitely so that's the sugar part and then the other two parts there's one is that the whole grain so all of our products are whole grain mm-hmm. um we're really keen on keeping out of like refined grains yeah. um with obviously the whole grains you get like the b vitamins the e vitamins the more fiber um kind of makes it a slower absorbed absorbed uh, starch all yeah. of that um and then the final part was the artificial preservatives yeah so in ambient which is like the bakery aisles mm-hmm. I, I personally think it's so odd that you can have a product that lasts for two months like yeah without that, it going moldy yeah, like how is this shouldn't possible? be right no um and I think when I I mean when I try them I can 100% taste that they've got chemicals and artificial things mm. in for us we really wanted to replicate exactly how you'd make it at home all yeah. the ingredients that you read on the back of packet are something that you'll have in your cupboard nice. there's no kind of yeah weird chemicals or anything like that so that's why we've put well the pancakes are currently in chilled but we're moving them to frozen yeah and the waffles are already in frozen so yeah. literally straight from the freezer into the toaster Perfect. no messy batters but also no preservatives obviously no. frozen's the best i think people actually um just thinking about the frozen aisle now like I think there is something about redesigning this frozen aisle because I think in the past, the frozen aisle of a supermarket has been where you get your cheapy pizzas, your really rubbish like nuggets and, I don't know, scampi and all that. But actually, the frozen aisle is actually very fresh because it's frozen at source, right? So then it's frozen. So actually, people should be walking down that frozen aisle more often and not thinking that's where you're going to get your, you know, things that are going to last forever that's you're going to find those things in the in the bakery aisle where like you said stuff with preservatives when actually when that's frozen at source you are eating it then really really fresh so that makes so much sense honestly that's like music to my ears that you think Mm. that because that's exactly right so i don't know let's take some fish so you walk in the supermarket and you go to the fish counter yeah people think that that's the freshest fish yeah that fish has been frozen Mm-hmm. on its way to the supermarket and then it's thawed and then it's presented as fresh but yeah. it's actually not like, I would always say go and buy from frozen because yeah. that will be frozen the second it's you know been caught or yeah. in our case with the waffles um they're flash frozen as soon as they're produced locking in you know vitamins minerals nutrients and then they're kind of when you toast them that's when they're being thawed 100 percent. yeah i think when people think of um store-bought pancakes and waffles they think of the original like thick stodgy beige carb which don't get me wrong yes that's probably what you would have bought back in the day yeah but now you're freezing from source you will get that fresh pancake which will you can make but not everyone has the time to start whipping up all the batter on a wednesday morning and hold on like you can have pancakes on a wednesday morning it doesn't just have to be a saturday so like it makes so much sense that you can just quickly defrost a pancake and it's fresh that is quite a genius idea that clearly no one's thought about before we just um for pancake day last week we obviously we did it for pancake week and Mm -hmm. um we did a pop-up in whole foods in high street kensington amazing and we it was amazing we sampled so many people but the amount of mums that we spoke to that were like these are so good for weekday mornings yeah like the kids are happy i'm happy because it's really quick and Mm. i'm also happy because it's actually how i'd make them but just without the hassle yeah um yeah so that was that was amazing that's so true i think my mum would have definitely needed this when we were young because she even mentioned on pancake day the amount of hours that she spent whipping up 
pancake mix for my brother and I like she said it's just so annoying so yeah yeah, this is definitely in demand so touching on the sugars again and like you just said with mums is your audience uh mums with their children like obviously children and sugars that come that's quite important so is that a big audience for you guys yeah I think uh, we've kind of uh, we've got a few kind of target audiences but we kind of want them to be everyone can eat them like the whole family mm-hmm, yeah and again when we were sampling when whole foods actually it was so interesting we we got you know the kids and the mums loving them but we also got much older people being like oh these are great they're so convenient yeah. like especially if they live by themselves or something yeah so yeah but I suppose I mean primarily it is kind of family the family demographic yeah and um, with children kind of living at home when mm-hmm. their parents are doing the weekly shop for them yeah um but yeah obviously with children sugar is one of the biggest causes of obesity 100 percent, 100 percent. so i guess that's a really good point for you guys because if all these other brands have got you said 28 percent sugar 28 grams yeah exactly yeah i mean that's not great for children growing up no and i mean the like the national statistic office released new figures recently for childhood obesity it's growing year on year mm. i think between the ages of, like reception age children so four to six the rate of obesity is about 15% oh and a further 12% are overweight. And then for year six, so 10 to 11 year olds, the rate of obesity is 25% and a further 14% are overweight. My so God. it's massive. And I mean, the other thing I suppose to touch upon in this area is the kind of the levels of obesity are closely linked to deprivation and Mm. I suppose economic income and the kind of foods they can afford yeah and that's another really big thing for us we have to make our products attainable Mm. I think there's quite a lot of you know challenger brands or whatever that come up with these incredible products that are really good for you like so much less sugar all natural but there's still only a really small portion of the population that can actually afford to buy those products. 100%, yeah. They're not mass market in its truest sense. No. And I mean, I know I'm there talking about oh, Whole Foods, which obviously is only London-based and yeah. is at the higher end of, of supermarkets. But, you know, we're also in, in Morrison's and mm. our products are completely in line with Morrison's own brand like Croissants and other things in the freezer. Yeah. To, in that kind of bid to make it attainable. I think that's so true and that's so key. I think, you know trying to make things healthier for people is not going to be achievable if it's therefore expensive and in niche locations yeah i think the fact that you guys are in morrison's and soon to be a cardo very exciting um yeah i think that's great and that would you I mean you are trying to change consumer habits and trying to change people's health for the better totally and i mean there's so much that goes into it like into kind of changing habits for the better and we're not saying eat waffles all the time like no. they're still you know a treat yes but it, it's making it less kind of indulgent and more of a you can have it your way like we said you can make it healthier yeah. or whatever but exactly obviously. i mean pancakes don't mean you have to stack them up put bacon on top and no. it with maple syrup you can have it with yogurt and fruit it's still yeah exactly yeah 100 <laughs> percent um so talk about the products themselves so you have pancakes and waffles and different flavors so what are the flavors for those who don't know like what yeah talk about the products. yeah so we have two pancake skews we have a lemon and poppy seed one and we have an original one um and then on the waffle side we also have an original 
we have a chocolate chip and we have a blueberry amazing so with these flavors which sound insane um how have you kept down the sugars like with the chocolate chip people might think oh sugar yeah like how have you done that the, the chocolate chip i mean compared to the original has got slightly more sugar in mm-hmm. um but it's just a case of using reduced sugar chocolate yeah. chips and eliminating again like i said taking out the sugar in the batter mix yeah things like that and um all those products are also vegan aren't they they're all plant-based yes amazing so was that quite an important factor for you guys when creating the products like are you and sophie vegan yourself or yeah not or not so for myself and sophie i'm i'm not vegan i'm I'm pescatarian okay um although i do limit kind of animal well not i don't mean i don't eat meat anyway but i do limit also like eggs and milk Mm -hmm. and things like that um for us it was really interesting we basically we wanted to make a product that firstly taste has to be number one yeah um but then we tried without the milk and without the eggs and it tasted great and yeah. we were like why would you put these animal products in if they're not necessary yeah um definitely si- similarly to you know ogs the like vegan cake yeah, yeah. they a lot of people kind of don't realize why cake or waffles whatever wouldn't be vegan mm-hmm. they're like what well, hasn't got meat in but they kind of forget the eggs and the milk yeah and then it's kind of about the kind of hidden animal products in things that we eat people mm. aren't so aware maybe definitely i agree and i think also it comes back to like beige beige stodginess when it comes to um these bakery goods because i think with the addition of eggs and um fresh milk normal milk um it could add an element of the heaviness that comes with those kind of products normally so making them vegan and cutting out those those products will definitely add a lighter maybe fresher product yeah and with all the product development we do in the future we're going to make sure it's it's plant-based as well Mm -hmm. so talking of product development Mm -hmm. are there other areas within the bakery world that you're going to be going into maybe it's secretive uh yeah Yeah, so we've we've recently kind of pivoted and we're really focusing on frozen okay um i think in terms of the frozen market in general and the supermarkets like we were saying earlier there's so many new brand entrants and people are mm. finally realizing that frozen doesn't have to mean poor quality yeah and it doesn't have to mean bad for you no you know you've got the kind of likes of white rabbit doing their pizzas yeah. you've got itsu coming in you've mm-hmm. got prep you've got so many kind of more premium health conscious brands entering into frozen yeah i feel like now's really the time to do this why is there really very limited frozen bakery so true you've got the frozen kind of like supermarket own brand croissants and things like that mm-hmm. like bake at home but no waffles except for ours and yeah. kind of really limited product innovation in the area yeah um so other than kind of limited edition flavor waffles and kind of maybe like um diet friendly waffles in terms of you know a protein waffle or a yeah you know, if keto takes off in the UK, maybe you do a keto one or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we also want to do other bakery products. So yeah. we're looking at cinnamon buns at the moment. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Again, quite on trend at the moment. People are making them, well, in lockdown, they had the time to make them, them uh, you know, yourself, but maybe not so much now. So totally. That could be a good one. And then all with the same kind of ethos of, you know, lower sugar, whole grain, mm-hmm. super convenient. So these would be, you literally put them in the oven for five minutes or so and then they're baked. Amazing. Yeah. I also think with Frozen, as we mentioned, with price and um, attainability, I think people can buy these uh, products and keep them for longer as well, which in terms of getting more people to have them 
could be quite important part. Yeah, you've just hit on another kind of massive um, value for us as a company, which is reducing food waste. Yeah. Um, bakery in the UK is like notoriously one of the biggest contributors to food waste, both in terms of the manufacturing side, but also mm. actually in terms of consumer waste at home. Yes. Um, I don't know how many times you kind of open the bread bin and there's some moldy gone off bread or oh my gosh, whatever. Yeah. Um, but with frozen, that's never a worry. And no. when there's no kind of thawing time, you've not got the inconvenience. It's literally straight from the freezer into the toaster. Yeah. And you've got, you know, 18, 18 month natural shelf life. That's amazing. So waste is just pretty much zero. Yeah, that is incredible. And that's so, so true. Even when you buy like the, you know, with the store bought croissants and then, you know, you don't end up having all of them. If, if you're buying for one person, yeah. like a bag of six isn't going to be a bit too much. So again, that will go to waste, which is, that is really, really important. Yeah. That's so true. And how has the griddle journey been so far? I mean, your two female co-founders, like trying to pave the way in the <laughs> frozen pancake and waffle market. Like that's quite a journey. Like how's that been? Yeah, it's been with its ups and downs yeah. for sure like I wouldn't want to paint a picture that it's all easy breezy and all mm. of that because it's definitely not like no. it's been a slog to be honest mm-hmm. um COVID kind of came and any kind of traction we just started getting and kind of you know retailer listings and things like that were all suddenly paused pushed back mm. and then yeah it was a case of kind of holding tight yeah for a couple of years because we we couldn't get any new listings you know supermarkets were focusing on core ranges rightly so yeah minimizing ranges as well mm-hmm. um but yeah i think this kind of middle of last year middle of 21 mm-hmm. we're in 22 now yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's when i think things kind of started started to slowly change like we brought out the the waffles and we got a really great reception mm-hmm. um from supermarkets on them and then yeah it's been a case of growing since then yeah I guess it's definitely a patience game yeah but um but yeah that's so well I mean well done I think it's definitely something <laughs> to commend you. you guys on I think it's amazing to even spot the gap in a market which hasn't been really touched before and then yeah creating a really exciting product one thing I saw on your website um was you have a link with um too good to go yeah. talk about that because I think those who don't know it I think this is something that we should definitely talk about because I have the app and I think it's an incredible app if you haven't downloaded it you need to but explain um yeah your link with that yeah I mean I suppose they're very aligned with us in terms of our mission to reduce food waste mm-hmm. um so our pancakes are currently chilled um they're moving to frozen but they mm-hmm. are the products that if we're gonna have any food waste it will be with them yeah um and so, for example, we, we actually recently on Pancake Day did a big um, giveaway with them. We, we sent them about a pallet of, of pancakes and wow. they distributed them to um, homes within the Bristol area. Um, wow. And I suppose, so when you're working in the supermarket, basically this is with Sainsbury's, uh, if there's any delay in the delivery or say you've agreed, you know, a 15 day minimum shelf life on receipt mm. and a lorry gets held up and you get there and it's 14 days. Yeah. They will reject that stock. Oh my God. And then you're left with, I don't know, however much worth of stock that is perfectly edible, yeah. perfectly within date, and you've nothing to do with it because they won't take it. God. Um, yeah, it's awful, isn't it? Yeah, it's bad when you it think about it. It is really bad. Yeah. So we had a couple of 
mishaps with delivery for that and so we yeah worked with too good to go to make sure that we weren't chucking it and it was actually going to go to people who, who wanted the product and would you know yeah enjoy that is it. amazing so for those who don't know what too good to go is it's basically an app where you can see what products are going to be wasted and you can buy it are you buying it discounted on there i think you are you buying so it, I, think? I think with the kind of customer like an individual like you mm-hmm. or me that's a different side of the business that's obviously the app but then yeah. when it's a a large scale volume you can yeah. like work with them directly and they'll okay. like take the palette and put it in a food bank or something like that okay amazing yeah. so there's two sides okay that's really good so yeah the app side with like the consumer side i think you can any kind of bakery or restaurant near you if they have waste you can literally um have a little look they'll be giving probably even giving things away so it doesn't get wasted yeah. and you can like pick up some food perfectly edible um so stop it being wasted which i think is such a good idea um and so back to the vegan thing. So you said you're pescatarian. Like, what are your reasons for being um, pescatarian? Um, a mixture of environmental and also animal welfare. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, when I say pescatarian, I also, I mean, I eat fish maybe once a month. Okay, yeah. Um, I don't know. My biggest thing is like, I don't know, if someone's cooked for you and you're at the house and then being like, sorry, I'm not eating that. I would just feel awful. I mean, and they, most of my friends know that I won't eat meat, but if someone's, I don't know, put some tuna or prawns in something, I can't be like, no. I know, it is Um, so awkward. So, I mean, maybe it's something that I'll, I'll change in the future, but at the moment, yeah, pesky. Yeah. Um, But yeah, animal, animal welfare was a big one for me. I think Mm -hmm. there's been so many kind of documentaries out recently. Yeah. Um, And a big one for me was I'd kind of, I stopped eating meat a few years ago, but previously to that, I never wanted to like admit the truth. I never wanted to watch a video on how, you know, they were killed or whatever. Right. I'd always consider myself a massive animal lover. Like, yeah. I love dogs. I grew mm. up kind of in the countryside and, you know, you'd go on walks and I'd see the lambs and the pigs in the field and I'd literally be like, oh, they're so cute. I'd like, yeah. go and pet them. And then the next day you're eating it and you're like, what? This is such a mismatch. Like, I'm just not being truthful. So I basically made myself watch YouTube videos of what happened. Well well done you. I thought, fine, if I'm going to eat them, at least be educated and be aware of what's happening. Mm. And then make the decision based on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And then after watching those videos, I was like, there's no way I can eat these. No. No. And now even the thought of eating like a sausage or something like that I actually physically don't think I could no I know yeah Um, I'm so with you on that I'm so with you and so what kind of things do you eat to supplement that do you eat a lot of alternatives or you mostly kind of like cook with vegetables yeah I love tofu yeah love tofu and I love any kind of like beans and pulses mm-hmm. i'm obsessed with butter beans that they've got so much protein in by i the way. need to show you a product that i've just well i haven't launched yet on greedy vegan but i'm about to launch Ooh. it's called bold bean and they are incredible beans you know when you go away and you you're in spain for example and you buy some beans and they're in a beautiful jar and they yes. taste so much better than the uk when you open a tin drain out all the water yeah. and they're like, they're like little bullets which yeah. hit the plate like there's not a lot going on with yeah. them so these are incredible beans in an amazing jar and they are big and they're full of flavor and they're insane so i must show you that before you go because ah, yeah you will love yum. them the yeah. butter beans they're called the queen bean and they're just great that sounds so, right up my street mm, yeah I'd love to you see. need to yeah <laughs> you need to taste that um so i've got two 
last questions for you. So the first one is talk to me about your favorite pancake and waffle topping. So I want all the listeners right now to be <laughs> mouth watering with all these options. So yeah, what's your favorite? Oh, hmm. Okay. If it's like a Saturday morning, mm-hmm. um, I love the, you know, this with yes. the exclamation mark yeah um their bacon yeah very good it's bacon. very ama- american in terms of what i'm about to say how i have it but it's so yeah. good so original waffle yeah this bacon but yeah. i like it quite almost burnt like crispy yeah very crispy um and it's so like salty as well mm. it's like, i love the contrast of sweet and salt yeah maple syrup mm-hmm. maybe some blueberries yes uh maybe some like oatly have you tried their new yogurt? They're like it's like a whipped oh, Greek no, style thick one. I haven't. I Maybe some of that. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds very but, good. Uh, I haven't done the salt and sweet thing before. I've not done the pa- uh the bacon and maple syrup. Oh my god, try the this I, bacon yeah, with maple I syrup. It's to. so good. And the waffles, it goes so well. Oh my god, okay, I'm gonna do that. Um and then you also have the contrast of like crisp bacon with like the f- thick fluffy waffles oh my god it's so good i'm really excited to try these products like i literally i don't i don't make waffles and i haven't had waffles in a long time so because i don't have a waffle maker i mean it's just more clutter in your kitchen so totally griddle is the way forward for that and in america i don't know have you you kind of i've done associate waffles with america and egos and stuff like that you go to american supermarket they have freezer upon freezer of waffles purely only waffles oh they have so God. many brands yeah it's like such a way of life for them it's like completely ingrained in their morning mm. and i think i'm hoping that can be the way definitely I well i think on instagram um pancakes are definitely trending at the moment in terms of pancake stacks protein pancakes yeah. like banana pancakes yeah. make them with oats like when you i mean my feed is pretty full of food because of working in the industry but yeah I think yeah pancakes are definitely a trend for the UK at the moment so I'm hoping for you guys waffles will also be a trend very soon (laughs) so my last question which again I do ask everyone is what would be your last meal so uh starter main course dessert oh it can be from any restaurant it can be your own cooking um what would it be this is really hard because I'm such a foodie. I take this kind of question very seriously. Yeah, no, I'm with you. So I actually need some yeah. time to think. That's okay. I mean, it is a big question. I don't know how I'd answer it myself either. So it's a big one. Okay, I might go um, quite Italian in terms of my like first and second plate. Because okay. it won't be a traditional English starter. I'm just being greedy and trying to get more in here. That's fine. But I'm going to have pasta as my... Primi oh well done my yeah. first plate yeah 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 <laughs> love that done. what pasta would it be I would be? have some kind of like ravioli mm-hmm. um maybe like beetroot and like ricotta or like a pumpkin Ooh. something like that okay ravioli. yeah and then I would have what would be my main hold on would you make that ravioli yourself or have you gone to a restaurant where they do the best do you know I actually did a pasta evangelist cooking class <gasps> recently wow if you haven't done it i'd recommend it it's a yes. really kind of fun like i don't know friday night activity yeah 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 um, and the woman who does it is so italian and amazing and yeah she really like teaches you properly how they do it the italian way amazing. and we made amazing um uh, ravioli so okay potentially do that yeah. although if it was my last night i wouldn't want to be cooking I'd, no you know, maybe maybe someone they, can cook it for me yeah maybe you can get someone to cook that for you <laughs> um and then okay main course oh i know 
Um, have you been to a restaurant called Fat Fuck? No. It's spelled P A A P H A T P H U C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, they do a really good tofu, like pad thai. Oh wow! I love pad thai. Yeah, that's ins- yeah. It's really good. That um, sounds insane. Delicious. I would go for that. Yeah, good My one. Main. And then dessert. I mean. I have to say waffles. Yeah, waffles. Okay, which ones would be your favorite? Chocolate. Chocolate chip. Chocolate. Oh, covered in cho- more chocolate. Yeah. Chocolate, chocolate. Um, maybe some kind of, yeah, vegan ice cream thrown on there. Yeah. I like the hot and the cold as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So ice cream's kind of melting. Yeah. Chocolate sauce. I mean, it would not be minimal sugar because of the amount of chocolate I'd put yeah, on. Yeah, but, but we're still cutting back with the waffle time, so it's fine. Yeah, and it's your last <laughs> meal. Yeah. That sounds heaven. Yeah. honestly well thank you so much for coming on and talking about all of this I mean I when I um saw you guys your website and saw you on Instagram I was so intrigued I was like this is so true like there needed to be a new brand out there to redesign the bakery world in terms of waffles and pancakes because there was nothing out there so yeah. this has been super interesting I'm so excited to try it if anyone's listening please head over to any, well, Ocado soon. Yeah. Whole Foods, Morrison's, Morrison's Tesco's soon. Yes. <laughs> um, check out the frozen aisle. And I think one thing we can all take from this um, episode is, yeah, that frozen aisle needs to be walked down a lot more because you're going to get the freshest food, the freshest fish if you eat fish. Um, vegetables, again, you know, frozen at source. Yeah. I, there are obviously multiple dilemmas about frozen veg but i do think that they are frozen at source and they are gonna be fresh yeah um and if you're trying to cut back on cost as well frozen oil is definitely the way to go yeah so thank you so much for Not sharing your journey and yeah i'm really excited to see a lot more of you guys around oh, i think it's gonna be very exciting thank you so much for having me thank you so much for listening to me talking to ella from griddle i hope you're craving some pancakes after that because i definitely am There are so many exciting challenger brands emerging now, which is really great to see. So I hope Ella has sold her delicious pancakes and waffles to some of you listening. I definitely can't wait to try them. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you again next week.